Hey friends, welcome to another episode of the Soul Path Podcast. Today, I, I, I've had a couple of really amazing interviews. I look forward to sharing with them, sharing them with you guys uh, as I'm able to get it edited and uploaded. But what I want to talk about right this minute is this idea that, you know, when I say that God is good, what, what am I talking about? How does that relate to somebody? You know, when I say God is good, I'm not talking about God some deity of God. I'm talking about good old divinity. I'm talking about the grand sum of all that is the eternal enigma, the great mystery of life. And I, I know that when somebody else talks about God, they're going to be talking about uh, their own idea or their own version of God, their own biggest, bestest kind of concept. And for some people, that may be a deity. Um, <clears throat> and if that's the case, I'd say that's okay. But you're you're met, you might be selling yourself short because I'm not talking about connecting. You know, a deity is an idea, right? And so if we're connecting with a deity, we're connecting with an idea. But in, in reality, when I talk about connecting with God, I'm talking about connecting with the essence of life itself, not so much the idea of God, but the existential, visceral connection, divine connection with the essence of life itself, with good old divinity. So within that context, God is good, life is good. It's fundamentally good because all we have to do is eat, sleep, and procreate, right? We understand that. Now, the purpose of life, the primal purpose born to help make the world a better place, the, uh, the path of soul evolution, of elevating spiritual awareness, and the activation of spiritual gifts. This has kind of been a, a growing um, theme, even in culture, in society, are more and more people curious about spiritual gifts and about what uh, you know, metaphys metaphysical manifestations and these these ways in which we can function, the ways in which we can manifest as human beings, things that are uh, difficult to explain sometimes or to put a finger on, or maybe they don't have stacks of scientific validation, and yet, and yet, there are millions upon millions upon millions of people who manifest these gifts who experience these gifts, the benefits of these gifts, each and every single day, each and every second of every single day. There is somebody out there laying on their hands, healing. There's somebody out there channeling. There's somebody out there with clairvoyance, clairaudience. You know, there is a section, a slice of humanity who is very um, uninhibited and expressing True human potential, the highest human expression, spiritual gifts, these things, uh, prophecy, intuition, premonition. You know, how can we discount every other person's experience? If you've not experienced these things, does that mean that other people's experiences are somehow not valid? That's not my personal belief. Uh, even if I haven't experienced seeing some uh, somebody else's aura, if I haven't uh, experience channeling, if I haven't experienced some of these things that other people have experienced, does not mean that they're not experiencing it. And if you've never had the opportunity to sit and listen to somebody else's story or their spiritual journey, and just pause to appreciate another human being's perspective, you're, you're missing out, right? It is so rich, this spiritual human experience, and what that might look like and we simply need to release the judgment, let go of all these preconceived notions, all this societal conditioning, and just be open and be curious and see what it's all about, right? Maybe you do have gifts 
that are laying dormant and just latent within your potential. I believe spiritual gifts are embedded in our DNA. This this full spiritual expression, this activation of of faculty of perception that is not currently available in in our current state. If we're not uh, at that level or at that vibrational frequency, if we're not experiencing those things, they may in fact be available. You may in fact be able to activate and experience these things. If you're not curious about that, you're missing out. That's all I'm saying, right? And, excuse me, at the same time, there are those who are uh, just beginning to experiencing these things, experiencing spiritual gifts. There, are, you know, whether it's a child or a young person, a young adult that believes, you know, that, that all of a sudden they're starting to to hear things or see things that they didn't hear or see before. They're starting to perceive things. You know, where's the where's the line when somebody says, you know what, I'm going crazy. I'm losing my mind. I must be schizophrenic. This has got to be just a head trip. And then where's the line where it's okay. Uh, this is strange and unique. I've not experienced it before, but. I think I heard somebody talk about it one time, like that was something they had experienced too. And and maybe I should go seek those people out that have walked this path before me and, and ask questions. What is this? How do I develop it? How do I hone in on it? And, and maybe most importantly, how can I use this to build healthy well-being, balanced abundance in my own life? How can I use this to elevate humanity, to be my best and to have a positive impact on the world around me? That's the potential for spiritual gifts. That's the potential for your inner woo, right? So <laughs> it's funny growing up in Alaska, small town USA, uh, you know, the hippies, you know, yoga was just a hippie cult, right? And new ageism and all that kind of stuff was just this weird woo woo stuff. I wasn't into it. And I had a lot of judgment about it. And it was not until years later, until I was broken and needed fixing, that I started experiencing other people's reality, right? Where somebody might come up and say, hey, uh, do you mind if I just wave my hands around in front of you and catalyze a cathartic emotional release? You know, that kind of stuff. I've experienced that. And until the day that I did, I would have thought this is crazy. I just did an interview uh, with with the renowned uh, Sherry Kaplan, who's hosting a big holistic healing event. And she was talking about how she holds this event monthly. It brings people together so that they can share these gifts and people can come connect with and receive these gifts. Well, she's a sound healer talking about the the vibrational frequency of sound. And I I have experienced this in my own life. I was at a, a yoga conference up. It was yoga for PTSD. And there was, there was a lot of veterans, combat veterans in this group. And there's one guy who was just particularly jaded. I mean, he was just a hard case. And, you know, arms folded up, sitting in the corner with a scowl, like, get me away from all of this woo-woo bullshit, right? And at the end of the second day, we were all sitting in a great big circle, singing Kumbaya. (laughs) Not really, that wasn't actually happening. But the lady that was leading said, you know what, we're going to close this ceremony with the sound of Om. I invite you to chant Om with me, the sacred sound of Om, 12 times. And I, yeah, that sounds great to me. You know, it sounded great to a lot of people. There are some people who are like, eh, I'm not sure about that. But this guy, this jaded, hard-ass veteran was like, you could just see it in his face. He thought, you got to be kidding me. I can't wait to get out of here. So we started chanting, you know, open up a big breath in and 
Home. Everybody's coming online, and we did this. Uh, you know, I think it was the third or the fourth ohm. And that man, who was so hardened by combat and the the hardship he had endured and seen, broke and started crying. He had to get up and leave the circle, leave the room. He was having such an emotional moment, and it was all triggered by the sound of ohm. And I thought, whoa, you know, now that's some powerful woo right there, buddy. You know what I mean? Shed the down, try it out. You know, you cannot deny the impact, the existential human impact for somebody that totally dismissed and disregarded would have laughed and scoffed at the idea of chanting and Sanskrit and Om and sound healing and all that. But he experienced viscerally. He could not not experience it and he could not unexperience it. He had the experience and it changed him. And this is the same thing that is accessible to all of us. We can have the experience and it will change us. And we should have the experience. We should seek the experience. We should be curious and open and learn from other people's spiritual experience, not be quick to judge, not be quick to, you know, cast doubt and and even, uh, call other people's experience evil or the work of the devil or whatever you want, however you want to categorize it. All it really is, is one human being discrediting another human being's spiritual experience, right? All it really is, is not honoring the authenticity of somebody else's presence in life. And all that really boils down to is just our own damn ego getting in the way, right? Our own head trip, what we think. We think we're right. Our experience is the only way and all of that. Not even able to see the layers of illusion and labels and all of these things, the understanding that, you know, we're trying to understand mentally, but we've got to filter our spiritual experience through this mental uh, thicket, this mental maze, this mirage, creating layers of distortion and illusion or all that, right? So, my experience has been that uh, when a, an individual is caught up in that illusion, they're incapable of seeing the wisdom, the light, the truth in the spiritual experience of other people. And that's very unfortunate. And now what this doesn't mean is that uh, if you're open-minded, then all of a sudden you're going to start levitating and shooting, you know, light out your fingertips. That's, you know, that <laughs> that's not it. But you do have a higher potential. You do have gifts that need to be spiritually activated through the discipline, the spiritual discipline of self-development, soul development, right? You have to do the deep inner work. You have to learn to align mind and body. You have to learn how to integrate mind, body, and soul. If you want to come online, if you want to lift the vibe, up your frequency and start to experience the manifestation of some of these spiritual gifts. And so that is, uh, that's why I think we all sometimes need to, or we would benefit from rolling up our sleeves and, and playing, dabbling in our inner woo, right? Play with it. Be curious. It's okay. You don't have to be afraid. It's okay. You don't have to be ashamed. It's okay. You don't have to hide the fact that you're curious. You don't have to hide the fact that you have experiences that other people don't have. You need to share these things because I promise there are other people out there that are in the same place that are experiencing something similar and they need to know that they're not alone as well. And so that is really the heart 
of this podcast, the Soul Path Podcast. In the interview with Sherry, I was talking, uh, shared the story of my experience with spirit animals and how a lady had me draw a card and it was the raccoon and the, the spirit of the raccoon or the wisdom of the raccoon is to be a protector. And that is what I want to do with this podcast is to create, to protect the sacred space of your own spiritual journey, to say that it's okay, to bring on people and learn and, and learn from their story, right? To share the wisdom of other people on the path that they've been on, to share my own insight and wisdom from my own path. And in time to learn from your wisdom on your path, if you'd like to be a guest on this show, please hit me up. I'd love to have some conversations. I think I'm going to do a a, uh, a series of interviews with extraordinary, ordinary people, right? You don't have to be a, a thought leader or a spiritual leader or a coach or a business person. You just need to be somebody that's honestly seeking and in embracing the spiritual journey, that experience, that human experience that we all crave, we all need. And in fact, we all share. I believe that as we each grow spiritually, we do elevate inner awareness, the divine inner awareness. We do elevate divine presence. We do shine more light in a world that can be overshadowed by stress and chaos and suffering and, and so many things. We need more love. We need more light. We need more healing. We need more people that are at a place that they can give of their own abundance. Have you learned how to fill your cup, how to connect with good old divinity, how to honor your spiritual gifts, to activate your spiritual gifts, to elevate your spiritual awareness. If you haven't, this podcast is a great place to start, right? So please like and subscribe and share it with your friends. Uh, reading, studying, books, great place to start. Going to spiritual fellowships is a great place to start. Uh, and, and to continue nurture, uh, nurturing and nourishing your soul along this journey. If you're at a place where you're looking to accelerate your growth and you want to get there faster, start looking to those people who have been down the path, maybe just a few steps down the path, maybe they're way down the path, but seek to involve those who have the wisdom that you're currently learning, right? Allow yourself the opportunity to learn from those who have gone before you. And if you do with humility, honor that, you will accelerate rapidly toward your own potential. And so in this, uh, in this space now, I want to offer myself as a resource, as a tool, as a coach. I do offer breakthrough strategy sessions. I do offer the Soul Path Masterclass. I offer coaching and coaching packages. Soul Flow, right? Soul Flow Coaching. It's life path solutions. I want to teach you specifically and exactly how to align heart and mind, how to integrate mind, body, and soul. I can teach you this because I've experienced it. I show you how to heal, how to optimize your well-being so that you can free yourself from the patterns that are holding you back so you can harness your habits and focus toward what matters most and actually achieve the results, that deep and last, lasting satisfaction that comes from doing what you were born to do and being who you were born to be. Each step along the way, right? It's not an end state like someday you're going to get there. It's a right here, right now. You embody that presence. If you want that connection with passion and that connection with purpose, let's connect. Let me help you get there. 
If not me, connect with somebody, find somebody who can help you get there. We need to help each other grow. So I'm happy to be here sharing from my heart, hopefully speaking to your heart. And I'm really excited to share the next series of interviews coming up. Um, the interview on the spiritual journey with, with Sherry. I'm also getting ready to share a mini series on the impact of coaching. Did the first interview with that today uh, with Miss Veronica Stamos from Germany. We did an interview, had a great discussion earlier with her and her spiritual journey. But today, speaking specifically about coaching and the value and the impact of coaching, uh, that was a, an excellent conversation. So I look forward to launching that mini series and just uh, sharing as much as I can to help you grow. So with that, I do hope this finds you a moment of peace. May you have clarity in the coming days. I look forward to connecting with you soon.